This podcast is sponsored by Ball in Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American pool, table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food and bottomless brunches. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Hello and thanks for downloading today's podcast. I'm Jamie Long. It's Monday the 20th of December. And first today, a former police firearms instructor has been sentenced to life in prison for murdering his daughter's partner in Dartford. 69-year-old David Hucker will serve a minimum of 26 years behind bars. Jadzia from KMTV has been at Maidstone Crown Court for the sentencing. David Hucker shot his daughter's partner, Robert Williamson, twice with a 12-bore shotgun after the pair argued at Williamson's home in May. Hucker denied charges of murder, but the incident was recorded as the victim made a 999 call. The court heard a recording of Hucker shouting, I'll boot that door off, as Mr Williamson is heard screaming after the first shot is fired. He tells the 999 operator, he's just shot me in the chest. Hawker had denied murder, but was convicted after a two-week trial. Elsewhere, a man who killed his girlfriend's three-year-old daughter after she refused to eat her lunch has been jailed for 11 years. Jessica Dalgleish suffered catastrophic head injuries while under the care of Paul March at her home in Sandgate Road near Folkestone in December 2019. The 27-year-old, who's from the same address, was found guilty of manslaughter. Next, water company bosses are threatening to take action to recover non-payments from Kent residents who are refusing to pay their bills. It comes after wastewater's been dumped into the sea by Southern Water on multiple occasions this year, with a number of frustrated customers vowing to withhold payments. Or Southeast Water, who make the charges, say they're truly sorry to read of frustrations regarding discharges into the sea, but bills must be paid. Dr Toby Willison is from Southern Water. The main thing we want to get across is, you know, is our utter and absolute commitment to, uh, you know, improving the environment, uh, improving the uh, improving the infrastructure, reducing the number of uh, pollution incidents we're, 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 we're causing, um, being that sort of um, you know, invisible but very important uh, uh, utility, which is what we uh, which is what we are. We're also incredibly sensitive to the, uh, you know, the, obviously the current pandemic, uh, uh, and so we're trying to sort of tread that that fine line between um, what is a what is appropriate, what is allowed, but also what we what we want to do with do with residents as well. Next, new research has found most women and girls in Kent don't feel safe in public spaces at night. Kent's Police and Crime Commissioner Matthew Scott opened the survey, which has also found that the most common types of crimes against women include harassment, domestic abuse or sexual offences. I've been speaking to Matthew for the Kent Online podcast. Obviously, there is a big difference between how safe people feel uh, during the day compared to uh, at night but some of the most interesting stuff in here and some of the most concerning is that just how many people are altering their own behavior in order to keep themselves uh, safer uh, 97% of people who responded to the survey said that they were doing something different to make themselves feel safer which is I think a cause for concern for, for everybody. And um, Why might women or girls be feeling unsafe in, in public you know maybe more so now than ever and, and what are they putting in place to make themselves feel safer? 
So at the moment, the, the biggest cause for concern in the, in the survey in terms of what people were experiencing was um, harassment, uh, domestic abuse um, and uh, sexual offences. So um, there's some, you know, some really concerning issues there and some consistency uh, around some of the problems that women and girls are feeling both in public and at home as well. Uh, and some of the things that uh, people have been doing um, is keeping to well-lit areas, uh, walking with somebody else, avoiding an area altogether, uh, and keeping to busier areas um, and routes. So um, obviously lots of people are, are changing their behaviour in order to prevent some of these offences from taking place, which is, is a real concern. And what can be done to help? What action needs to be taken now? I think there in, in what people are telling us they want us to do, there are some things that can be done quite easily, uh, I believe. Um, things like improving CCTV coverage, improving street lighting, and basically improving our public spaces to make people feel safer. Of course, there's some work for the police to do around police presence and improving uh, investigations. But I think what, what really comes out is that there is no one solution for one agency. It's across the board. So we've got things that the police and the Crown Prosecution Service will need to work together on in conjunction with the courts as well. I think the join up between local councils and the police, whilst it has been good, um, I think people are telling us they want more. Um, so for all the good work that is going on in the county at the moment, people want more of it and, and some different things as well. Uh, so I've written to police chiefs of both Kent Police and British Transport Police, uh, as well as leaders of local authorities, the CPS probation, uh, and others to see what actions they're already taking so that we can respond to this survey, but also what they might be prepared to do in the future and what will enable them to be able to take things. I suspect things like funding will be an issue and we'll have to look at what options are available in order to make sure we join those dots together and get people the results they want. Well, a new online tool is also available on the Kent Police website to give your views on street safety. Next, five people have been pulled from the sea during a rescue operation off the Kent coast. Lifeboat crews were called to help a group of more than 40 asylum seekers who were spotted near Lyd yesterday. Or more than 26,000 people have made the dangerous journey across the Channel so far this year. The Home Office insists they're working to tackle the issue. Tributes are being paid to a Kent teacher who's died in a hit and run. 27-year-old Ben Allen, who worked at Cliffwoods Primary School in Medway, was killed in the early hours of Saturday. He's been described as a lovely guy who inspired children. Two men who were arrested have been released on bail. Our latest figures show coronavirus cases in Kent have gone up by more than a fifth in the space of a week. Over 14,000 people tested positive in the seven days to last Tuesday. Infection rates are highest in Dartford, while Thanet is lowest. While 189 patients are currently being treated for COVID in the county's hospitals and 14 deaths were recorded in the week to December 3rd. Meanwhile, decisions are still being made over further COVID restrictions in the UK. The health secretary said he can't rule out further rules over Christmas, but they will be led by scientific data. Well, we've been speaking to the Archbishop of Canterbury, who says he trusts the scientists and politicians to make the right decision about lockdown measures. I trust the people who are making the decisions, I'm not qualified to say. I think they are bearing in mind quite rightly three equal and opposite things, if you can have three equal and opposite things. Uh, one is protection from the virus. 
The second is the mental health and morale of the country in seeing each other and gaining strength from each other. And the third is the impact on the economy and the impact that that has on mental health and well-being across the country. And, you know, they've got a really difficult job, government and uh, political leaders and the scientific leaders holding these things together. So I, I pray for them every day. I don't envy them the choices they're making, but when they make them, I'll trust them. It's hugely, hugely, hugely difficult. We all put a brave face on it, but it's hugely painful, that profound sense of disappointment. And I remember it last year, um, sitting there with three of us rather than, you know, all the kids and their partners and all the rest. And you just feel that very, very deeply. And to, for that to happen the second year would be enormously painful for people, and it is for many. Now, there are fears over the health of some patients in Ashford as an online consultation platform is closing over Christmas. Sydenham House Medical Centre are closing the platform for two weeks, meaning patients will instead have to attend a physical appointment or call 111. Well, at Kent Online, you can hear from patients in the town who are worried about a lack of health support over the festive period. The Kent Online Podcast with Ballin Maidstone. A security guard who stole iPads from a school in Canterbury has avoided jail. 32-year-old James Matthews from New Dover Road in the city raided the IT department at Simon Langton Grammar after being sacked. He's been handed a suspended sentence for stealing 22 of the gadgets, which were intended for disadvantaged children. Now, a Kent business has told the Kent Online podcast that building new houses on the Chatham Docks industrial estate would destroy livelihoods. There are plans to build thousands of new homes there to help meet Medway housing targets, but Phil Taylor from Arkla Middle Kent Wire says the plans are worrying for workers at the docks. It's not job creation, it's job destruction. For me, it's everything. I've been here since the company started in 1987. So I've invested more than 30 years in this business. My workforce are so concerned about their future uh, and you know, they're, they're really upset and, and unhappy that, that potentially they're going to be out of work. I unload 150 ships every year, so I need this site to, to service my company. I hate the phrase brownfield. This isn't brownfield suggested that it's a derelict site. It's not. It's a thriving port employing more than 800 people. You don't destroy 800 quality jobs just to create some additional housing. Well, James Whitaker from developer Pill LMP says it's important to meet housing targets in Medway. We obviously need new homes, um, preferably on brownfield land rather than on greenbelt. And this is a brownfield land that will be redundant in 2025. We think it will help meet um, the local authorities' aspirations for more homes and deliver that and save on the greenbelt and also employ a lot more people. But also we want to retain the existing jobs by relocating the existing occupiers to other sites within Medway or within the local area. Elsewhere, plans have been submitted for a new secondary school in Ashford. Chilmington Green Secondary Academy would be built off the A28 and have spaces for over 1,100 pupils. The site will also include a four-court sports hall and fitness studio, a running track and two junior grass football pitches. 
An army veteran from Medway has been named the world's strongest disabled man. Mac McLaren, who trains at Bulk's Gym in Gravesend, took part in an international competition in Iceland. The 44-year-old injured his leg in Iraq in 2003. He says he's had lots of support. Like I say, managed to win five events and, and won the title. So it's, it's been a whirlwind year. The support and help they give me here is I, I, I don't get it in any other gym. I've been to other gyms and I, I, the support and everything I need, even adapting equipment to, to help um, my training and the coaching, it's just, it's just been phenomenal and I couldn't ask for more. And Kent tennis star Emma Raducanu has ended an extraordinary 2021 by being named Sports Personality of the Year. The 19-year-old from Bromley became the first British woman since 1977 to win a Grand Slam title in September. She was favourite to win Sports Personality and beat Tom Daly and Adam Peaty, who came second and third. Well, that's all for today's podcast. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Plus, you can get access to the ad-free Kent Online premium site by subscribing at kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Ball in Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American pool, table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food and bottomless brunches.